Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a Pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part Pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools, and you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com, www.ptschoolprobe.com, and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PREPTGRIND for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe, probe.com, and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. All right, we're live. How are you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Inspire series. For those of you that are new, my name is Joseph Gugge. I'm a physical therapist. I'm also one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, which is a platform that helps you as a student get into physical therapy school without having to waste a lot of time and money. And what you're tuning into right now is one of my favorite episodes or series that we do. And what we do, and this is episode 30, we bring in students that we have coached through our coaching program called The Accepted System. Students that have already gotten into PT school. Some of them have already started PT school. So our guest today is just finishing her first semester in physical therapy school. And they're basically sharing their experiences, how they got into PT school. But what makes it the best episode or the best series that we have is the fact that each of these students shares the tough moments of their journey. And the reason why that's important is because think about it. As someone who's a pre-PT right now, when you're doubting yourself, what is the first thing we're looking for? Like, has someone else gone through this? If I'm doubting my ability to get into PT school, maybe, you know, things have not gone your way in the past. 
what we're always looking for is confirmation that someone else has been where we are and has been able to get into PT school or has been able to get to our desired goal. And so that's why this series is amazing. And so right now, if you're doubting yourself, if you are looking to see if other people that have already gotten there have gone through what you're currently feeling right now, then this is the series to be in. And all of our past episodes, you can go and watch afterwards and then you know tune in for all of our future episodes. So Cynthia, how are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> Cynthia, I have never, you know, seen you not smile. Every time we speak, every time I have just seen you, you're just like happy, regardless of whether life is great or difficult. You just always, you know, <laughs> seem to find something to be happy about. I love it. My go-to face when I'm like, I don't know, and everything. <laughs> I just, hey. <laughs> I love it. Cynthia actually mentioned to me that Several months ago, she found episode just like this one. So real quick, before we begin, how much impact did that have on you watching someone else tell their story through good and bad? Yeah, no, it impacted me a lot. I was able to relate with the person and I didn't feel alone. I was like, okay, if this person did it, I can do it too. And it, I was like watching it. I'm like, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. What? Okay. You're definitely describing what I'm going through right now. And it was so worth it watching that series, you know, that inspire series. And I'm just really grateful that I get to now share my journey, you know, and inspire other people, you know, I love it. You're on the other side. Now, this is actually extra special. Casey just said it in the comments. Um, Casey, myself, and Cynthia are both, well, Casey and I are, are graduates of it, but Cynthia is actually currently attending the PT school that Casey and I went to, which is Andrews University, small little area in Southwest Michigan where there really isn't anything but like two stoplights if they're working. She goes to Andrews University, which is super cool because for me, like that was a school where a lot of this stuff that you guys see as pre-PT grind. That's where Casey and I started this stuff. So it's just a really cool roundabout uh, experience to, to have you here as you know a student that goes to that school because we have mad love for Andrews. And I'm excited for tonight. So let's dive in. Before we get to the part of your journey, you know, where things were a little challenging or maybe where you doubted yourself as a student, let's go to why you chose physical therapy in the first place. Why physical therapy? So in high school, I was very on top of my game, I would say. <laughs> I just, I like to be prepared for tomorrow. It's always been a thing in me, I guess. And so I was so ready to look into careers you know I was like okay Cynthia all right you're this way like you have this personality you know and I was trying to match a career that would match my personality and I, I don't know I ever since I was very little I always wanted to work with people I love people I knew I wanted to work in the health department you know just in the medical field some I don't know what exactly at the time but I knew I wanted to work there until I came across PT myself, physical therapy for very severe knee pain growing up. Through that journey, I learned that patients are given a platform to grow, to learn, and to improve. And for me, I felt super comfortable. You know, I learned things about my knee that I didn't even know. And I was able to recall during class. So I was like, oh, that's what it was. Okay, that makes sense, you know? <laughs> and just that one-on-one -on -one relationship with the patient and the PT, you know, I really admired that. And it always amazed me after that, it amazed me how amazing your body can heal your injuries. You know, that for me is like mind blowing, you know, 
really intrigued me. And I guess I just stuck with that. And ever since high school, I've been loving physical therapy. And I always made that, I guess, my goal (laughs) to um, study physical therapy. I absolutely love it. We have to always remember why we chose this in the first place, because it's so easy to forget when things don't necessarily go the way we plan them to. So for you, Cynthia, let's go to part two. Like, what was your biggest struggle? Now you knew that you wanted physical therapy. You had fallen in love with it. What were now the roadblocks that you sometimes felt were like, man, like this thing is not going to be as easy to get to as I thought it was. I've struggled in school. I do believe I have always had the discipline to have my homework done ever since very little. You know, I was always on top of my assignments, but I did struggle academically. I always felt like I had to work extra hard. You know, and it was frustrating. It's like, come on, like I study so many hours and I don't get the grade I want, you know, and as a pre-PT student, that's exactly how I felt. And I don't know if it's because in my mind, I kind of just told myself, Cynthia, school is hard for you. That just like stayed in my head that, oh, science, that's scary. Okay, math. All right. Oh, pre-PT Rex. Okay, that's really, uh, okay, chemistry. Oh my gosh. And then physics. I mean, it was just, it was scary. It was like a huge, like, it was just scary for me. And so definitely believing that I wasn't good enough for this career was one of my biggest struggles, one of my biggest fears. And it's because of that, because of past thoughts, you know, that I told myself that weren't even true. But you know, when you think a certain way for so many years, you start believing it and you there's nothing that can get you out of that like, mentality, nothing. It's really sad. So that was one. And then, but I still went for it. You know, (laughs) I have amazing friends. Love my mom. She just encouraged me to keep going, like chase your dreams. Even though my dream was super big for me, it was almost too impossible. And I went for it, but I did struggle academically. Definitely struggled. I felt like I let my GPA define me, my 2.9 GPA define me. And that was terrible for me because at one point I let school be kind of my identity. And the fact that I was afraid to be like, wow, I'm a 2.9, like that doesn't look good, <laughs> you know? And it's like, I wanted to tell my professors or I wanted to tell like the department chair, I promise you that I work hard for this. You know, if, if I have this 2.9, I worked hard for that 2.9, you know? But you can't really say that on paper, you know? Like on PTCAS, you don't get to say, oh no, but you have no idea how many hours I like studied, I don't know, chemistry or whatever. That was another struggle I had. and the fear of dreaming big sometimes I wonder like why does God (laughs) let me have this desire to study for something so big for me it's like it's so impossible why why do you want me to love this and that was another struggle you know I was too scared of it oh my goodness if any of that resonated with you if any of that like whether right now you're you know you've already submitted your application whether you're submitting your application in a year in two years I want y'all to see how many other people have felt any of these feelings number one not feeling good enough, right? Mm -hmm. That's real. Like that's not some fluff statement that we all just make, like not feeling good enough, watching other people uh, being like, man, like this is a doctorate level degree. Like, am I going to match up with it, right? We almost forget the reason why we chose PT in the first place, right? Number two, having a lower GPA, right? You're right. Like even with the 2.9, you're like, man, if they just saw how hard I worked my tail off just to, you know, have this 2.9, but recognizing that, man, like I'm hearing of students that have 3.7s, 3.8s, 3.9s, 4.0s, all this other stuff. And that adds to that feeling of not being good enough. Mm -hmm. Another thing that you said in there was my identity. How many of y'all, if you have ever felt like your identity was matched up with your performance academically, right? Have you guys ever found yourself saying, oh, I just don't do that well in classes. 
I suck at tests. I am a look like you almost start to consider yourself that person. Same way we would say I'm funny or I'm not funny. Like we start to identify with it. And that's where it becomes difficult because what happens now, Cynthia, is like when we're trying to like retake classes, when we're trying to work our tail off, let me just say this, then we'll wrap it together at the end after we finish this interview. Just remember that human beings are the most adaptable species in the world. This will sink home when you guys can accept this. Human beings are the most adaptable species in the world, right? A puppy is always going to be a puppy, mm -hmm. right? A horse is always going to be a horse, right? They might learn some tricks and all that stuff, but they're always going to be what they are. Human beings can change. Just because you had a 2.9 or just because you struggled in, you know, with your past attempts on the GRE, just because y'all might've gotten rejected before, does not mean that that's your identity. You're a human being. That's what it means to be human. You can actually change, which means that all the things that we feel are our identity can actually be separated from us because we can shift from those things. And once y'all start understanding that, then the openings of what you guys can actually do as future physical therapists starts to change. Now I'm not thinking, oh man, since I was a freshman, I just struggled in classes. It's just what I do, you know? Because now you'll start thinking, what if I can't keep up in school? right? Like you're finishing up your first semester of PT school right now, Cynthia, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's hard, right. but you're going to be all right, correct? Mm -hmm. So what if, what if that 2.9 GPA led you to believe, oh, I'm never going to keep up in PT school. I'm never even going to get past my first semester mm -hmm. because it's way too hard. I just don't do well in school. Wouldn't that have potentially led you to say, eh, maybe I should choose something mm -hmm. like less, less difficult, right? So I absolutely love that. Anyway, I go on a rant, but I wanted people that are feeling that to understand that like, that's not the end all be all and the fear of dreaming big, mm -hmm. right? Because we're like, man, like what if I aim too big and it just doesn't happen the way I want it to, right? And so I absolutely love the fact that you've been able to push through that. So what was your next step? So like, or better yet, what led you to search for some non-traditional guidance, right? Because you joined our coaching program, the acceptance system. And so for you, like, what led you to say, man, I need to look for some non-traditional guidance to make sure that that dream I had of mm -hmm. becoming a physical therapist becomes real. Like what led you to make that decision? The year I applied for PT school, it was probably the toughest semester. My senior, junior slash senior, you know how that stuff works, but it was just a hard semester. I was trying to find my identity about, okay, Am I good enough for this career? I was even considering other pathways, you know, and it was so bad that I did switch from pre-PT to pre-dent. And I don't know how, <laughs> why, Cynthia, like, I don't know, but I was definitely scared and I ran away from that big dream because I was scared because fear was just literally controlling my life, my future, everything. And, but the minute I switched like maybe a week after, I was not happy, Joseph. I was probably even more sad than before. And that's when it hit me that the problem was never pre-PT. The problem was within me. I was a problem. My mentality was just not working for me. It was like a wake-up call. I was like, Cynthia, if, if you go with this mentality as a pre-dent, the same thing is going to happen. If you switch to another one, another career, that's just, the same thing is going to happen. So the problem was never, oh, this isn't meant for me. The problem was 
the way I was thinking, the way I believed about, like the things I believed about myself. It was a wake up call. So <laughs> my friend, she showed me on Instagram. She's like, Cynthia, you need to follow this account. And I was like, what account? And she's like, pre-PT grind. I'm not even a pre-PT, but girl, I get so inspired by these people. Like you need to follow them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I followed you guys and I'm just looking through everything and I'm coming across like interviews as well. I'm like, what have I been missing out on, you know? And for me, that was like, wow, I needed to admit it to myself first. And then two, I needed to seek help because I knew that if I tried doing it by myself, it wasn't going to work. And I was going to probably struggle more and definitely for sure I was going to struggle more. That's why I seeked for you guys. You know, I, I was like, let's do it. Got to do what you have to do. At one point I was just, I felt silly investing money in pre-PT grind, I'll be honest, in the acceptor system. Joe says, because I was like, I'm a college student. Like, how am I going to afford this? Come on, Cynthia, you can get inspiration from anybody. But no, something was just telling me, you need to go, you need to do this for you, Cynthia, for your future. And I will never forget this, Joseph, when you said, I know what you guys might be thinking, but yeah, it's too expensive. I know that. But don't think about it this way. Think about it. You're investing for your future. Joseph, that I will always remember that. Because to this day, PT school is so expensive. We, we all know that. But we're investing for our future, you know? Like for me, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I love my mom and I thank her for her support. And she's like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I that's how I joined you guys. Let's go, mama. Like I want to celebrate your mom. It's a scary leap to make. But I think it's also connected to what you were saying before. When you went down the path of pre-dent and you were like, let's try this, right? And that came with doubt and, you know, not believing yourself and thinking, hey, maybe physical therapy is too far of a reach, right? Maybe I'm dreaming too big with shooting for physical therapy. And that initial feeling of, uh-uh, like, I'm, this is not my calling. Like, <laughs> dentistry is not where I'm being called to. So when you switch back and you're like, man, I'm willing to do anything and everything it takes to get myself closer and it's worth it now right it's like whoa like check me out in my first semester of pt school but it takes belief it takes taking a leap and a chance on yourself and, and really believing in your dream of becoming a physical therapist so much that you're like there's no turning back and whatever i need to do to make sure that those things that were holding me back my 2.9 gpa my doubts in myself my feelings of not being good enough that those things won't lead me to step in my own way because how many times do we ever give up on ourselves because of all those things, right? Like starts to mess us up. So I'm so proud of you for doing that. Tell me real quick, like how did the accepted system specifically help you solve a lot of the obstacles that you were facing before, of course, getting accepted into PT school? And then we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the day you got accepted in a little bit. But how did that program specifically help you navigate through those obstacles? You guys provided us with a community that we can relate to. Just the amount of people that had the same drive, the same desire, but were also struggling like me. I was like, okay, I'm not alone. And for me, not that I want anyone to struggle, but it kind of feels good when you're not the only one, you know? <laughs> you guys provided us with a community that we can relate to. That's one. And two, you guys definitely provide us with sources that are very helpful. TRE preps, how to apply. And the best part was, Joseph, you and Casey, like this program helped us see our value. So no longer GPA is our identity, you know, like, what do you have that you can bring to the table? Forget about the number, you know, because really at the end of the day, when you see that patient, they're going to see your personality, your desire to help them, 
your knowledge, you know, it doesn't matter if it took you many tries to pass an exam, to know something, but you learned it. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And you guys definitely taught me that. Just the change of mentality was huge for me. It's like, oh my gosh. And then you guys telling your story, Casey, as well. And I was like, man, like everybody goes through the struggle, you know, Cynthia, like you're not the only one going through this. And for me, it was a little hard to talk about it because I always felt like people probably saw me and they're like, that girl's always studying. I'm like, if only you knew, <laughs> if only you knew. So I would get frustrated because I studied so much and this is not what I studied. Like, I feel like I deserved something, you know, a better grade, you know, for the amount of time I studied. Like, there are moments when I feel like that. But you guys definitely, like, taught us to think different and aspire for different things. You know, it's, it's not about the GPA, Cynthia. I mean, yes, but no. You have more to bring to the table than just your GPA. And I think when everybody thinks like that, dude, you can conquer the world. Like, you can do all things because it's all in your head. It's all in your head. And the whole thing about, no, that's too expensive. No, we shouldn't. No, you're, like, you're investing for your future and trusting the process. Definitely. That's another thing you guys emphasize, trusting the process. Also celebrating your little victories. That's something yeah. I did not know how to do because I always expected more for myself. I was like, no, not good enough. No, mm-mm. you know, like, Cynthia, you're never going to feel good about yourself if you don't celebrate your small victories. Mm-hmm. And I carry that with me. Like this first semester, I had to celebrate my small victories. Because <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> there's been moments where you're just like, okay. <laughs> Glad you were able to learn all of that. And for those of you that right now feel stuck, right now can relate with where, with where Cynthia was a few months ago. Like this is not a few years ago, guys. This is this year, like earlier this year. Like if, if y'all can relate with her, if you guys feel stuck, if you're looking for some kind of direction, if you feel like you still identify with your GPA and you're like, man, I want to know how to get out of this mindset. Like, how do I get some direction? Casey and I actually did a free training that kind of breaks down a lot of the stuff that Cynthia and all the other students in the accepted system program have learned. And if you want to start learning them and start working on that stuff tonight, go to www.acceptancenavigator.com for videos that Casey and I sat down in a hotel room to do, but it'll just shift how you think. Because what Cynthia says is 100% correct. Like it's first of all in here, right? A lot of it's attached to a lot of things that we were brought thinking, brought up thinking, our past frustrations and failures, how we respond to them and how we start identifying with them. Man, like my GPA, my GRE, my past rejections or whatever it is that you feel. Even little things that family members say like, oh, oh, physical therapy. Oh, you know, it's competitive. You know, all the little things that start to, you know, play with your mind. Let's start dealing with those now because this is your dream. Not anyone else's. This is your dream. Just like how you went to, you know, pre-debt for a little bit, Cynthia, and you're like, eh, let's go back to my dream, right? This is y'all's dream, man. And, and Cynthia, before we switch to the acceptance day, how does it feel now? Being in the first semester of PT school already, like, how does it feel knowing that you're walking now within what you were called to do? How much more affirming is that compared to, let's say you had gone down the path of being a dentist? Like, what if you were in dental school right now? Like, what would the difference be? Sometimes I can't believe it. I mean, I walk, like, there's a hall, there's a whole bunch of, like, uh, pictures. I actually saw you and Casey, and one of, like, the graduate pictures that they have. I'm like, all these people. On campus, right? No, in the the building, PT building. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But um, I'm just looking at all of them, and I'm just like, wow, like, you guys all have a story, and I get to now 
have my own story and it's yeah. inspiring and I feel like my class is very unique I mean it's our first time ever working together with COVID mm -hmm. all the regulations and I'm really proud of my class shout out to class of 2023 <laughs> 2023, wow, wow, 2023, that's crazy. Let's switch to the day you got accepted into PT school because this year, after all of that, finally got your call or email or message that you desired from Andrews University. Tell us about how you found out and what your initial thoughts were because we all have different thoughts when we finally get accepted into PT school after everything we've gone through prior to that. So tell us about that because I want the students that are watching right now to start living out the day that will happen if they just don't quit, right? Because for all of us, the only thing that can stop us, and for those of y'all listening, listen to this, the only thing that can stop you from getting into PT school is quitting. That's the only thing. Like the only moment where it's impossible for you to get in is if you say, I, I quit, I quit. And the only reason why we quit is if we don't have direction, right? If we don't have some path to follow, which is why I sent y'all to that link, acceptancenavigator.com. Go there right now. Those of y'all that are waiting for that day, let's celebrate Cynthia as she recalls her day. So Cynthia, tell us about the day you got accepted into PT school. It was this year, obviously. <laughs> it was towards the end of the spring semester and our, my school was going to a transitioning because of quarantine and all that. Um, and I was like, whoa, it's over. I mean, what can I do through, I don't know, through a computer? Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to convince people? How am I going to like build relationships with the department? You know, I had everything already. I mean, yeah, the application was done. Mind you, I only had two weeks to get everything in PTCAS because I also stopped because, you know, okay, I switched. Anyways, I, I was aware that I might, if I got an acceptance letter, it would have been very late because I did the late admission. I remember calling Casey. I was like, look, Casey, <laughs> I'm struggling with one of the courses I'm taking right now. I had already retaken another course because I was already working on a plan B, you know? I told him, I was like, yeah, what are the chances? You know, like, is there a story like me that gets accepted with a low GPA? Yeah, I guess I was just venting to him. And, you know, I remember him saying, Cynthia, never lose the hope, but be realistic. And I was like, oh, trust me, realistic is what I can be. <laughs> But hope, oh man, that's really hard to have when it looks like everything is going against you. And, but I took his advice and I prepared for plan B. And I was like, all right, Cynthia, let's register for, to retake classes in the summer and be prepared to reapply again in, in the summer for the following year. In that process of like, I got a plan B, it's going to be okay, Cynthia. And I'm, I'm learning to, you know, kind of change my mindset. You know, sometimes they come back, but you know, you just got to like push that away. <laughs> a week before finishing my, my class in the summer, I got an email from the department chair telling me that they, they have a few spots open. And if I was still interested in the program, would I like to schedule a interview? And I was, Joseph, I needed, I read that email like five times, maybe more. I even had people reading it for me to confirm. Wow. It's not what I wanted to read, but it's like really what's there. I cried and it was late at night. And I remember I like cried. I was like, no, this can't be like, is this really happening right now? I was already sleeping, but let me tell you, this, this is a new, like, these are news that you cannot wait till the next day. So I went to her room and I woke her up. I'm like, mom, I just got this email. And she didn't even congratulate me. She's like, did you email them back? And I was like, no, nope. right now, 
yeah, duh, yeah, like I should. And so it was amazing to like, I don't know if that email was even more like, oh my gosh, than like the call. That was the email for the interview. So it wasn't even like your acceptance letter. It was like just the fact that you had a chance now, right? I was praying a lot, Joseph. I was asking God, I need an answer, a clear one, because I am stubborn and I don't, I can't recognize sometimes their signs, you know? This was a confirmation for me, Joseph. If I didn't do well in my interview, let's say I didn't get accepted. This was still my confirmation from him telling me, this is what I want you to do for the rest of your life, Cynthia. This is what, this is how I want you to work for me. And oh man, like that email, let me tell you, I emailed, you know, them back and scheduled an appointment. Uh, Two days later, I had my interview and then a day later, department chair calls me and I got accepted. Got offered Kim, Kim Ferreira. Dr. Ferreira, the yep. best, the best. Yeah. I don't know. That week was just a roller coaster. It was like crying, but happiness and crying. It was like, I, you know, it was just a lot, a lot, a lot. Let's wrap it up with this question. Looking back at all of that, the moments where you doubted yourself, that first, that email that you had to reread over and over and ask all your friends to read for you and family members and your, your mom finally had to tell you, you know, send an email back. Like, and now being in PT school, now having, you know, finishing up your, your first semester all within one year, this has been like the craziest year of your life, right? So like now sitting right now, as we record this in December, it's December 2nd, as we record this, like, what would you say, like, what would you say to Cynthia a year ago? Like December 2nd, 2019, Cynthia, who was still freaking out and, you know, like, what would you say to her? Because the people listening right now, one of them is or maybe many of them are you from a year ago or you from two years ago or you from when you were deciding to, to go down a different path of maybe choosing dentistry. And there's a point you made that I want people to not miss. You actually said something about a plan B, right? You spoke about plan Bs in a way I've never heard anyone talk about. Them. When everyone else chooses a plan B, they're usually choosing a plan B saying physical therapy or something else. You were saying plan B this cycle or next. like. You were so locked in on this being your path. So once you had locked in, like like going back prior to having that belief, prior to, you know, having that confirmation th- that this was it, what would you say to yourself? Because I want you to speak life into those people that are feeling that right now. Like, what would your advice be after everything you've experienced this year? Man, I would say so many things, but Cynthia... I don't know what's wrong with you, girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, get your act together. Stop. This is not how your mom raised you. Like, come on. You know, you are a child of God and you are capable of doing all things through, through him. You know, mm-hmm. like, why are you stressing? Like, why are you worried for tomorrow? Focus on today. What can you do today? You know, couldn't do that a year ago. I wanted everything done in one day. I mean, that is not being realistic. Just No, no one does that. Just take it one day at a time. If you need to look for like support, go and get support. There's a point where you really can't do it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You just need people around you that have the same dreams to help kind of like get yourself back up. Like I did. I mean, I have amazing, amazing friends. Like they were just encouraging me. They're like, I don't know why you're stressing. I already see you in the program next year. I'm like, help me see that because I don't see that. I don't see it. <laughs> help me see that. I would also tell myself a year ago, I'm able to do this. And, mm. and like I said in my bio, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Dreaming big, if you have a dream that you think it's big, go for it. Because good things last. It's hard, but you will grow. You will transform. You will improve. And those are lessons that you take with you for the rest of your life. 
I apply things that I learned in the acceptor system to things that I don't really relate to that. Don't be afraid to dream big and don't panic because you might end up going the wrong direction. Not that I don't think pre-dent is not like a good career. It's an amazing career, but it wasn't for me. It's a reassurance now that I'm in a program because I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was thinking, but keep dreaming. Don't give up. Keep fighting. You know, it's, it's in the moments where you really think it's like the end where, a, I don't know, a door opens. Like trying times is not the time to stop trying. You know, it's wow. you keep going. <laughs> you push forward and there will be people there to pick you up. You know, and if there isn't, then God will, you know, he will place you in the place you belong. Everything Cynthia just said is anything I could ever want you to hear and, and so much more. Can I challenge y'all to do one thing as we wrap up this interview? If y'all are willing to take on this challenge that I'm going to give to you, I want you to say yes in the comments below. I don't think I've ever said this. I want you to do something that most students should do. And I want you guys to have seven days of writing a letter to yourself from the accepted version of you. What Cynthia just did was the accepted version of her, which is now in existence, was talking to the non-accepted version of her, the one that was doubting herself, where she was like, man, like God put you on this path for a purpose. Why are you acting up? Like, why are you tripping? Why are you doubting yourself, right? Like, I want you guys to do seven days. Like, this will change your lives. Like, do seven days of writing a letter to yourself from the accepted version of you. If you right now were already accepted into PT school, what would you be telling the doubting, freaked out version of yourself right now? And then what I want you to do is I want you to read those letters to yourself and start accepting them with that date that you'll be accepted into PT school as fact. So if you guys are willing to do that, seven days of writing and you, you don't gotta prove it to me. You don't have to send me anything, keep it to yourself, it's private. If you're willing to do that for yourself, because I'm telling you right now, every single one of you that does that, your life will be changed because every moment that you believe, it, you know, it might not work out. Every moment you get close to doubting yourself, you'll start asking different questions. You'll start saying, man, okay, I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to do this. Who can I get help from? I don't feel like I can do this on my own, which you shouldn't really do anything on your own. Who can I get to support me? Cynthia had some great friends. Saw a comment saying, probably have an amazing boyfriend too. I saw that comment in there as well, you know? So that will shift how you go about your application process. So give yourself belief, write that letter to yourself. I'm telling you right now, like it sounds silly, but it psychologically switches every moment of doubt, every moment that you think that it's not going to happen because it will be fact, right? Why wait until you get into PT school to start talking to your past self? I mean, it's not helpful to you anymore, right? Start doing it now because the more you guys can do that, the more you will continue to fight. Take, like, listen, like every single day is going to have its ups and downs. You will have days where you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't do it. You, you will have days where you feel like you're on top of the world, but all you need to do is keep moving. If this is the career you have been called into, don't pull the plug, do not quit. Do not quit. But one of the best ways to do that is this little challenge. Seven days, write a letter to the future accepted version of yourself. Cynthia, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your evening. No, thank you. I'm really happy that I was able to share my journey with you guys. Really just keep going, you know, don't give up. It's not the end of the world, you know, and mm -hmm. when you do this challenge, I think you told us a similar challenge too when we're in the acceptor system. 
you're building habits that you're going to use in the program too, because I for sure use those habits that I learned through the pre-PT struggle. <laughs> I use those same habits that I learned in, in the program because you will have days you feel down and you're like, am I even made up for this? Like now that I'm in a program, it's hard, you know, but you just keep pushing, you know, if you made it this far and if you have this desire and this want and it's worth it, do everything you have to do. If you have to join pre-PT grind, do it. <laughs> yeah. That's it, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Tune in next week. We got plenty more interviews like this, but this is one that I would recommend listening to again. Find a friend who needs to hear this. Have them come back and listen to this because this is one that poured life into me. And I know it's going to pour more life into you and all the other pre-PTs that hear this. So, and if you are looking for direction, if you go to acceptancenavigator.com, you will see the exact blueprint that Cynthia and all these other students in our coaching program have used to get themselves one step closer to being DPT students. And so if that's your dream, man, let's not quit. Do not quit. Do not quit. If you're looking for direction, go to that link. Let's get it started. Have a blessed one. We'll talk soon. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.